0: this, see if this is a little bit better than the last one.
1: Find check, project, it's time to collect.
0: You're dead! Alright. Are you ready? Yes! Okay. Hello everyone. Welcome into the Untitled Life Podcast with Caleb and Amy. I'm Amy, sitting next to me is Caleb. You can hear some snake jazz happening in the background. Thank you for that, Caleb. You're so talented. You're like a snake.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a snake. I'm slithery. Careful.
0: I'm a snake. Do you remember that YouTube video? Nope. I oh, don't think man. I ever saw it. Okay. It was kind of like a generational sensation. But anyways, thank you so much for joining us. We are Caleb and Amy, and this is one of our Van Life Series episodes where, you know what? We used to call it our Van Life Series where we would just talk all things van life, but... It's just kind of life, you know, and yeah, van life slips in there because it's a big part of our life. We do live full time in a van, but you know, we don't always just talk about that. But anyways, we wanted to come at you today.
1: Coming at you.
0: And just give kind of an update. We kind of had a big life update happen within the last week.
1: Uh, Do you think it's the biggest life update that happened to us since we've been on the road as nomads?
0: You know what? I That's a good question, but I think you're right because...
1: I just asked the question. Yeah, oh. and I think it is. Okay. Yes.
0: Um, I think that, like, not... It's, it's weird. Van life is kind of weird because, like, not much, I guess you could say, has changed for us in the last three-plus years that we've been in the van. But that's just because things are always changing, right? Like, you know, we're always moving around we're always going to you know we're never in the same place for like months on end for the most part
1: <laughs>
0: i don't know like not from the outside it might look like not much changes but really a lot does but this is i don't know this is a big moment and i kind of think we won't know maybe the full extent of how much this is going to change our lives until we really start experiencing it you know which we're only yes. a, a weekend at this point so Okay, well, do you want to? Do you want to break the news? No, we should leave it
1: for the very end of the episode. So, okay, so we'll talk yeah, about we gotta it. Gotta talk whole time. about yeah. Okay. We'll talk about it the whole time. People won't know what we're talking about <laughs> until the end. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we'll go ahead and get right to it. But yeah, so uh, the last three plus years, we've only been living in our Santiago, our Santiago, our Santiago, which is our 2006 Sprinter van. We did not build it out. Or it came built out by Travis mm-hmm. Wild. Thank you for that build sir it's very great it's still kicking and yeah so everything we've owned has been in this van we don't have a storage unit we don't have anything we don't have another house or vehicle
0: yeah everything has been as we've said everything has been in the van you know a lot of sometimes people will move on the road and still have a storage unit or maybe they even still have a house that they rent out or their kids live in or something we literally have nothing except our as we mentioned before, our record player and our records are at my dad's house. But other than that, everything we own is in this van. And Correct. so that's how it's been for the last three years and one month.
1: Yes. Right? What do you think the percentages of people we've met on the road, like, that's the case? Do you think most people are full-time without any other spot to, like, go back to or any kind of house? Or do you think you met more people who... Yes, they'll go on really long stints, probably, like, half the year, but mm-hmm. then still have, like, some kind of home or house living situation, like, where they left off from to go back to.
0: I mean, I think we've met more people who have a place to go back to, for yeah, sure. I, like, really don't even know if I can think of anyone who doesn't. Like, Sarah might be the closest, but, I mean... Sarah! But, like, her dad lives, like, really close to here, and, like, that's a good landing spot for her. And for us. Shout (laughs) out
1: to Kevin R. Wallace.
0: (laughs) If she needs it. So, I don't know. I think definitely... Does that count? Definitely we've met more people who have left something behind, whether it be a house or car or storage unit or something. Um,
1: Left something behind that they will eventually, at some, you know, no time frame, but we'll Mm -hmm. go back to. Mm -hmm. And we... Did not do that. We yeah. swept the rug out from under us with nowhere to go back to. I
0: mean, the world was already falling apart. Why not just like literally get rid of almost everything you own yeah. in like a week? Why not?
1: Yeah, so that's what we did.
0: <laughs> um. So this update that we have kind of has to do with that because we have now officially added something to our lives that is a big addition. It doesn't fit in the van. A possession. It no, doesn't fit it doesn't in the van. Fit, but
1: we can fit other things from the van in it. It's a riddle. So what do you think it is, guys, at this point?
0: (laughs) We'll give you a few moments to think about it. Do, 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 do. All right, Caleb. (laughs) Okay. Can you reveal the news?
1: We bought a truck. Yeah! (laughs) Yeah! confetti I'm, pouring yeah. down it's just it's crazy in here right now in santiago the Super Bowl. yeah there's confetti there's someone's popping champagne over there oh there's people walking up for interviews we're going Shoe to away. Disney Shoe World. Away. yeah it's um, the happiest day of my life we bought a truck
0: we did we bought a second vehicle and i want to go into first kind of like discussing and breaking down why we decided to do this um no nothing is wrong i mean knock on wood Nothing is wrong with Santiago, the van, currently, mechanically, that we know of. So, it was not... It wasn't for that. Um,
1: How would that help us, though, if it was for that? What would be our purpose behind that one?
0: I don't know. That wasn't the case. So, <laughs> yeah. I have But, um, no, we've been talking about... Kind of dreaming, really, I would say, about getting... Having another vehicle. I mean, for a multitude of reasons. Um, one being... Yes, whenever we want to go anywhere, we have to, and this is one of the, it's part of having choosing a van over another rig, is yes, whenever we want to move somewhere, we have to pack up our whole house, which no, doesn't really take up that long, but it's more, I think, for me, an energetic thing, just like always packing up the van and unpacking the van, if we're doing that a lot... I feel really unsettled.
1: Well, and it doesn't, the van space, the living space of it, kind of like the back cabin doesn't really feel as homey. It feels like it's just, it's almost like a camper and it's. I think over the three years we've been doing it and living out of this van, um, we've like really grounded into the back spot as our home. I mean, we, like every time we settle for a few days, uh, Amy likes to set up, or we both do. Mm -hmm. If you don't do it, I'll do it. (laughs) But a little altar where we have just, you know, rocks from various places we've collected, Mm -hmm. minerals, some little trinkets that people have given us that are like keepsakes. Um, And so that is something that, Like, once I see that set up above our beds, I'm like, okay, we are, this is home now. This Mm -hmm. has become a house. It's no longer just a vehicle. And so, when we're going through times where we do have. You know weeks I, back in you know, when we were talking about our time in Silverton, Colorado, mm-hmm. where we're picking up and going to town every day, the van kind of takes on a different presence where it feels like you're living more out of a car. Yes, it does provide like a full bed space yeah. and a kitchen and stuff still, but with how much we're having like pack up and like shift things around on a day to day basis, it doesn't give that same like homey mm-hmm. feel to it. It
0: really does feel like a car just transporting you and your stuff everywhere.
1: Yeah, and I think it was, I think it from the get go of us moving into the van, it was important important for the longevity of us doing this, that we kind of like embraced it being a home and being able to ground into like, okay, we're going to take this little cabin and now we're going to go live up on this mountain for like four (laughs) days and four nights out of it. And just like completely settle, arrange it, how, you know, like we're not going to have to move and we don't want to move.
0: So kind of, I would say, I think we've done a really good job of that. And definitely, you know, I would say maybe like, I feel like last summer was when we really started talking about it more, just being like, man, you know, it would be kind of cool to have a second vehicle to like, yes, if one of us just needed to run into town real quick to get something, we could do it. Or, um, you know, just, yeah, we wouldn't have to, honestly, we wouldn't have to move the van for a really long time (laughs) if we wanted to, Um, but we kind of would start, you know, saving up all of our errands for one day, you know, we'd be like, okay, this is the day we're going into town because we're going to run out of, like running out of water. You have to go into town at that point. So it'd be like, okay, let's line up everything else we need to do. Like, maybe we need to stop at this store because you need a new pair of hiking boots. And then we need to go by the post office and pick up these packages and like adding literally everything into one day. Um, there would definitely just been, I feel like a lot of moments where we've been like, man, it'd be kind of nice just to have a second vehicle just to like I don't know, kind of take the pressure off of all of that, make going into town not as big of a deal. Um, so that's one reason.
1: It's I don't think we been... really, I mean, I don't think we make it that big of a deal. Yeah. Anyway, just because, like, we knew getting into this lifestyle, like, that was going to be the case. Yes. If we ran out of water, no matter what we were doing at that moment, we had to pick everything up and go get water mm-hmm. in town. Or and like... we've gotten
0: really used to that, I mean, because we've been yeah. doing that for three years. So, you know... It's weird when you make a big decision like this because you can easily talk yourself out of it. Because you've been like, we've been doing it this way for three years, and it's been fine. Why would we change it?
1: Well, I th- yeah, that is true. I think we both kind of analyzed with how our rhythm was over the last three and a half years, which, you know, you were saying our lives are pretty much always constant change. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it feels like, you know, sitting here, which you didn't even paint the picture of where we're at, but we're at one of our favorite <laughs> spots in Colorado. We call yeah. it spot, our spot A. <laughs> Um, for yes. those who know that reference yes um, but there's the tallest mountain in Colorado our back windows mm-hmm. there's huge ponds that are identical ponds? to each other. <laughs> <laughs> they're not ponds they're they're lakes, they're lakes. Uh, that we can like you know they're a walking distance to get to. Um, so we
0: spent a lot of time on the paddleboard.
1: Yeah, and honestly, this is one of the areas we first came to when we moved into the van. Mm-hmm. And we recorded some of those very first podcasts. Mm-hmm. We're right here, and yet here we are again, another summer at this same area. And uh-huh. we've kind of come and gone through this whole this whole summer back uh, through these these same spots that we traverse. And then same in the winter in mm-hmm. Arizona and Utah. So, like, out on a bigger scope, if you start to zoom out, it almost feels like not as much change on a year-to-year basis even though yes our like change is just ingrained into our lives yes change is we run out of water so we have to go into town to get water that's a change Mm -hmm. you can't just like stay in your home like if you would if you were in sticks and bricks and just like turn on the sink to get water or something you know no indoor plumbing so um where was I going with that
0: that change is ingrained (laughs) in our lives I don't know
1: yeah oh and so I think we just started contemplating, like, if there was any... So, it, like, it wasn't a big deal for us, I don't think, ever no. to go in town to get water and stuff. But it got to the point where it was like, okay, if we were to want to upgrade this life, what would be the first, like, the next step... And to like upgrade the van life. Not that we had any issues with it, but yeah. just in terms of like maybe, maybe making a things a little
0: more convenient. A little more
1: convenience, a little more, <laughs> a little more like freedom yeah. in terms of, yeah, just being able to traverse around or like one of us could go do something that the other person can't and you don't have to take the whole van and all of our possessions and our dogs with us.
0: Yes, well, another, I feel like another big piece that played a part here is uh, for those of you who don't know, I do online tutoring and. I have to have obviously like pretty strong service, pretty strong Wi-Fi service to be able to do that, um, to do video calls and, you know, have everything run smoothly. And Caleb, you don't really need service or Wi-Fi as much as I do. Like it's definitely not in a scheduled way. You know, mine is no. like Monday through Thursday. I need it at these times for you. It's like, yeah, you need it at certain points, but you can kind of, it's very flexible. Yes. Um, so that was kind of another thing I feel like, especially this summer since, and last summer, I was tutoring last summer too. Um, you know, always trying to, we were always trying to make sure I had good enough service and Wi-Fi to do my work. Um, and sometimes it meant like, you know, kind of messing with your schedule a little bit because you, we would have to move just for me to have the service that I need to work. And, um, I feel like that was kind of another convenience thing, like, well, if we had another vehicle and we were somewhere that, like, maybe didn't have strong enough service for that, I could just leave and go into town and do it and then come back, you know, like, so you wouldn't have to, like, kind of uproot your day.
1: Mm. Um, It felt like there was kind of endless little conveniences (laughs) that... uh, getting a second vehicle would provide our lifestyle and yeah i think we've been tossing i mean maybe for longer maybe since our first summer i was kind of like what would it be like because we met friends who travel on the road who like lived out of an rv RV, Mm -hmm. and had like a truck pulling behind a camper and they could set up their camper as we would for Mm -hmm. several days but be able to run into town and get groceries and or just like go to a brewery or Mm go on a date with each other Mm -hmm. and for us it just you know We We could do We we could do it, and we have done it, but it's just a little more, yeah, I guess you said, like, pressure on us to be like, are we really going to pack up everything just to go in town right now and, like, pick up some food or Mm -hmm. something just for dinner when we have food right here? And Mm -hmm. it's like, no, we probably won't.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And so we just, you know, over the course of the the last few years, we were just like, if we got another vehicle, like, we've seen what it does to our friends who live in RVs Mm -hmm. and campers, and, like, that could kind of become our lifestyle. We'd have the van still, and, yes, we could still, like, do everything we're used to doing, which mm-hmm. isn't that, you know, hard, but <laughs> that would just provide that much more convenience. So yeah. I, I feel like we just started like putting feelers out into the universe, you know, not, not, you know, really head hunting.
0: I mean, honestly, vehicle. It kind of felt similar to how the van came to us. And there's actually a pretty cool, Who, through Travis? <laughs> there's a pretty cool connection with the truck and the van that we'll get into. But I mean, when we like, were beginning the processes of like, you know, taking the first steps to living in the van, we like, yeah, we were kind of just throwing the idea around like, man, that'd be really cool. That'd be something I think we'd really like, you know, we, we travel so much anyways for work. Like it kind of makes sense in that regard. And we were just, we just talked about it a lot and like kind of brainstormed slash dreamed, but like, we weren't like, it's not like we were like checking tinyhomes.com every single day trying to find something. Um, I mean, yeah, we put feelers out there we'd check it every now and then and if we saw something that intrigued us like we'd maybe reach out to someone but it wasn't i don't know it didn't feel like like a super concentrated mission we were working on no. it was just kind of it, it was wasn't like, like, like it we, didn't, float- we didn't make deadlines for no. it we
1: didn't like have any kind of you know 10-step plan to make oh, no. it happen it was kind of like it yeah floated- this is what we're thinking about
0: it kind of floated in and out of our life i feel like like, There might be like a couple of days where we were talking about it a lot, and then maybe we wouldn't talk about it for a month, and then yeah. we'd like talk about it again. Um, but I kind of think like that's how the second vehicle has been, too. Like, yeah, we'll just we would kind of just randomly dream and brainstorm. We'd be like, what about if we it? had another vehicle right now, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like we
1: could go to this trailhead that's a four wheel drive?
0: So that's another reason I wanted to bring up, too. And I feel like, especially, we ran into this a lot when we were in southwestern Colorado, like the Tell You Ride, Silverton area where we spent most of July. Um, a lot of the four wheel drive roads out there are actually four wheel drive roads. Like they are, they're very intense. Um, and Santiago is actually, he's pretty, he's pretty impressive, like more impressive than you would think on a four wheel drive road. Um, but those were his limits. He, could not get to a trailhead we wanted to get to there
1: yeah Um, which i think we did an episode about right so shout out to that one to that one (laughs) to whatever episode that one was called where you can hear us talk about trying to take santiago up this uh four-wheel drive road (laughs) that became very daunting sketchy
0: um sketch so that's another reason too. um we love to hike especially like our summers here in colorado we love to climb mountains we also just love doing really Awesome, beautiful, pretty hikes, which there are just endless, endless options up here, and I think we kind of like we don't, we don't. I wasn't super pumped on the idea of like not being able to do a hike because I don't have a vehicle that can get me to the trailhead. You know, like that was kind of another perk. I feel like that's been building, at least for me. And my head is like, man, a huge advantage of a second vehicle which would require a specific type of vehicle. It needed to be four by four, but like would be to get us places the van can't go. So we can do this hike or we can see this lake or whatever. Um, that, that became another motivating factor for me
1: too. Yeah, but even then, like we say motivation, we didn't have, we weren't going into this being yeah. like, we're going to buy a truck by <laughs> the end summer, of August. Yeah, yeah. Or this summer. It was yeah. even like, we talked about it last summer. And then um, I remember the beginning of the summer, I kind of like was figuring out a lot of our, finances and expenses and our plan i was like hey you know there's there might be a little wiggle room in there if we wanted to explore even like leasing a vehicle for a Mm -hmm. few months in colorado was like an idea or like just starting to like plant little seeds of like okay maybe even like next summer when we do this path again and get back to colorado back in may of 2024 like and start the season over again Mm -hmm. is this something we want to like pursue even more and just like putting all that out into the universe i feel like the universe answered and was just like hey here's an option for (laughs) you like would you want to jump on this
0: i feel like we're always kind of doing that (laughs) putting little seeds out there and sometimes they like germinate and grow into something and sometimes they don't you know
1: i feel like they most of the time do it's just that our time frame for them is all over the place well, we like never we have, have no a time we don't have a time frame. time frame and then the time frame that the universe has can be very different Fat. it can yeah. be really
0: fast too it could be which it could be very like-
1: quick or it could be like years
0: <laughs> which i think like is what happened here so how did we end up getting this truck
1: okay, same way we got the van. Um, One, we bought the truck from Travis, the guy who built out our van. So, Travis, honestly, thank you for our whole life right now. (laughs) You are the sole reason for it.
0: So, we take all of your, we take all of Travis's, like belongings but we're like a few years behind him so like we got his van after he had lived in it we take his his
1: hand-me-down vehicle yes for sure and
0: then he wants to sell his truck and we get it
1: (laughs) they do happen to always be in our price point so that's nice Mm -hmm. but travis is an awesome guy and you guys should go check him out um he has a cool etsy store going on right now where he's made i mean everyone marvels at the inside build of our van Mm -hmm. um with its like uh what do they call live edge cherry wood on our counters and stuff it's very well crafted and he's only furthered himself in this realm and has like cutting boards now and bowls, and jewelry
0: picture frames picture
1: frames mm-hmm. it has a whole etsy shop and it's really cool stuff so yeah. um maybe we can put that link in the yeah. description or something yeah, but wow. uh shout out to travis once again but yeah we, once again, I stumbled just kind of casually doom scrolling through reels on Instagram. <laughs> Came across this story where it was just like one story. Mm-hmm. One little photo of this. You couldn't even see it. It was kind of like far away of a truck. And he's like, hey, selling my old shop 4x4 truck. Uh, here's the amount. You know, looking to get rid of it this weekend. Or else I'm going to like, I just need to get rid of it. So I'm going to take mm-hmm. it into a dealer mm-hmm. on Monday. And... Uh, And so I, the circumstances were even more wild than that, because I kind of reached out and I was like, okay, hold on, interested, like, just wanting to start a conversation about what it would look like. I know he is in Oregon, we were in Colorado, which was also an issue when we bought the van, but he (laughs) was, like, on his way here, so that worked out perfectly. So you kind of just wanted to see what the time frame was, what he was thinking. Anyway, that that moment just happened to coincide with one of our elopements that we had to be at because we also film and shoot uh, elopements and weddings here in Colorado. And that was over in southwestern Colorado. And so we had to go there later that day to the spot the elopement was going to be at. And so when we, so I sent them that message when we drove up to the elopement spot, it was a spot that was like dead on service for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And so we had to, you know, kind of shift our focus to just like taking care of our jobs and, you know, doing our work. Um, and so that the truck kind of just got pushed aside and it's like, well, I mean, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Like, it seems like it was kind of a missed opportunity, good opportunity, but we kind of missed it just with timing. And I think we're both very good at, you know, if a situation like that happens and it feels like it falls apart, um, you know, we'll just move on from it. Like it wasn't meant to be.
0: When one door is closed, another is open. Yes. Thank you, Bob. Yes. Yeah, it was, you reached out, told him you were interested, and then boom, we get somewhere, have no service, and know we're not going to have service for probably like the next 36 hours. So it was kind of like, yeah, well, we reached out and let him know we were interested. We'll, we'll put that on the back burner, shoot this elopement, see what happens. Yeah. So we get back down into service after shooting the elopement, and he had responded to you and said like to let him know by Monday, because yeah. he was taking it to... He are just going to sell it, I guess, to a used car dealership. And we read that message, what, on? I think it was on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, like, late Monday afternoon. So we kind of were just like, oh, I guess we missed it. Like, because obviously he didn't hear from us. It's Monday. All right. I guess we missed it. Missed out. We'll op. move on. Um, so you didn't even reply, I don't think.
1: Right. No, I don't think I did. I was kind of just like, I mean, if it was still available and he was still trying to find someone to sell it, he, I felt like he would have reached back mm-hmm. out to us and be like, hey, you said you were interested. Like, do you really want it? I will mm-hmm. sell it to you. Since I didn't have any of those messages, I figured he either found someone to, to get rid of it or, yeah, since it was Monday, he said he was taking get it in to a dealer first thing Monday. He just needed to get rid of it, it yeah. sounded like. yeah. And so I was like, oh, well, missed opportunity. But the weekend was great. The elopement was great. You know, yeah. we'll still keep our feelers out if that happens again. Well, a few days later, he did reach back out and mm-hmm. was like, hey, I actually still have the truck. Are you still interested? Like, I ended up not taking it in. And I was like, holy shit, Ames. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was Which like, is wait, so- is this happening? Because we hadn't even, even when I, like, initially, yeah, uh, you know, told him i was interested we even like talk about it i was like hey Travis posted this old four by four truck and i said that we would we would be interested though (laughs) i had no idea what the logistics of getting it were or 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 any of the information yeah and you were just kind of like okay and then i was like oh well it didn't happen and then two days later like it had kind of been put out of our minds and Mm -hmm. he's like hey it's back open again do you guys want it i gotta get rid of it fast and we're like uh yes
0: (laughs) well we did actually talk about it this time you like Talked to him on the phone for a good bit. Like, got a little more info. And then yes. you and I, like, sat down and, like, actually had a conversation about it. Like, a realistic conversation about it. And, yeah, we decided to go for it. And we did. And, honestly, I kind of took took it as a sign that even after all of that, you know, like, us reaching out and then not being able to get back in touch with him for a couple of days and it's still being available. I took that as a sign, like, hey, this, this is meant to be. You yeah. know, like... It's kind of yeah. It's like it's not like we tried to not make it happen. Our circumstances just like made it so that like it on that first opportunity, it it didn't it didn't click. But then the second opportunity happened, and it's like okay, I think there's something here.
1: Yeah, and so I think we're also good about like paying attention to that, being yeah. like okay, I think we do need to follow through with this. Like it's hanging around for some reason yeah. and keeps on coming back to us. And here we are with an opportunity to, like, jump on something that we've been tossing around for over a year and, like, how much it would could possibly, like, upgrade our lives to the next step of road life travel, especially in Colorado. I think in terms of
0: sustainability, too. Like, it would just, the conveniences it would bring would, um, I think, help keep us going long term. And then also, like, we've talked about, I mean, there are so many... Which this is what I think we're still learning because we've only had the truck a week at this point. Like all the opportunities that it brings, you know, like there are so many doors open now that were not open before mm. we had it, and I don't even know if we know how many doors are open at this point. You yeah, know, yeah, we
1: don't. Well, this the opportunities are almost like endless or the doors opening for us are endless of what we can do now
0: i understand why people buy
1: cars (laughs) they can get you places (laughs) cars that aren't just your home that you have to like take your whole livelihood with you and your dogs and do something
0: so how did we end up getting the truck?
1: Well, so that was the hard part because... (laughs) That was
0: the most inconvenient part of this whole thing. It
1: was. Travis was not coming to Colorado Mm -hmm. and the van was not in Colorado. It was on the The coast of Oregon. The truck. Sorry. Mm -hmm. The truck was uh, on the Oregon coast Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. Mm Tillamook. If you've ever heard of the cheese. It's a popular place there for cheese, I guess. (laughs) So that would require us going up to Oregon and retrieving this beast of a vehicle.
0: (laughs) And we had no plans to go that direction at all.
1: No, definitely not. But it also kind of worked out with, we had this kind of window of time in our summer where we could probably plan to travel like that for a week.
0: That actually is a huge part of kind of this puzzle fitting together. Like our summer has been really, really busy up until like the last three weeks. I think the last three weeks we've had a break from I mean, lots of fun stuff. We've had a break from work. We've had a break from going to shows. Um, We just didn't really have anywhere we had to be for like a month for the first time since, I don't know, spring. So
1: like if this had happened, you know, if he had posted about selling the truck in like a month, honestly, it might not have been possible. Mm -hmm. Or if he had posted about that two months ago, honestly, still might not have been possible. But everything seemed to align to where it's like, okay, even though we'll have to, one of us will have to go up to Oregon And retrieve the truck. Mm -hmm. We have kind of the time right now to make that happen. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, everything just checked out. And we're like, let's go for it. And so we did. So you did. (laughs) Well, I mean, we both did. We both got the truck. Yes. We both bought the truck. Yes. But I solo went to get it. we didn't need both of us to go all the way and drive it back
0: that would be so complicated then we'd have to to watch the dogs so the the easiest
1: way was for me to just fly up to Oregon get the truck from Travis and then drive it back to Colorado Mm -hmm. hopefully it could make the trip and it did it did spoiler spoiler (laughs) alert we're here in Colorado with the truck
0: yes so you did that long journey which we were laughing about that journey because the day that you flew out you used so many different modes of transportation. I think the only one you didn't use was a car, right?
1: Um maybe.
0: Because yes. I drove you in the van to the bus stop
1: in yes. Salida.
0: You took the bus from Salida to Denver.
1: See, this is another thing where already the truck is providing more convenience. Mm. Since we don't want to have, since the airport that we'd fly out of is in Denver. It's
0: like two and a half hours away. Right.
1: And yeah. we have to like drive through the front range mountains to get there. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have to drive back out because there's not really anywhere to camp around Denver. It's mm-hmm. just a very inconvenient hassle for you and then also for the van. Just yeah. making that drive five hours. yeah off at the airport. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so
0: I drove you to the bus stop. So you rode in a van to the bus stop. You took a bus from Salida to Denver. That dropped you off in downtown Denver. Then you take the train from downtown yes. Denver to the airport. Then you flew from Denver...
1: To San Jose, California.
0: Then to Portland.
1: Yes, and then Travi picked me up at the Portland airport. And then we still had to go like an hour and a half... To Tillamook. To Tillamook, which is But he picked on you up coast. in his van, right? He picked me up in <laughs> his van, mm-hmm. his new van build. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I started my day. You taking, more, taking me to the bus in the van. I left... My day being picked up from the airport in a van and still traveling like an hour and a half to get to Tillamook.
0: But I was just laughing at all the different modes of transportation you took that day because it, it was it was crazy. I lot. mean
1: even then you can throw in you know the Denver airport if you've ever been there, you gotta ride the little monorail to mm. get to the gate. so mm-hmm. it was like two two different trains, two different planes. Two different vans, and a bus. Yes, and a packed like Greyhound bus, yes, almost type yes. situation. So, it was a long day of travel. Like we woke up at six a.m. that day. The bus didn't leave till seven forty-five. Mm-hmm. But I think Travis and I ended up getting to Tillamook around like eight forty-five or nine that night. <laughs> And then the next day, we just like got right to it. Woke up. We had to go get the truck from... He actually had taken it to the little auto dealer. Mm-hmm. We had to pick it back up from there. We went and got the oil changed. We went to the DMV and switched over the title. And then I took off back to Colorado, like, immediately.
0: And how long of a drive was that?
1: According to Google Maps, it was 20 and a half hours from Tillamook. 20
0: hours and 30 minutes.
1: 20 hours and 30 minutes from Tillamook to Leadville. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, you were even, like, 20 20 miles south of Leadville. So, maybe, like, 21 hours, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, the (laughs) next two days, I just drove. Mm -hmm. I did take a stop in Boise, Idaho. Um, stayed at the shittiest motel six i've ever stayed at i think it was
0: oh. and we've stayed at a lot of Motels. we have sexes. you
1: know yeah typically if we stay in a motel we go pretty cheap yes. and we found some really nice gym i'm not gonna say it. they're not nice they're not like fancy but no. there's some motel sixes out there that are extremely serviceable for their price point ha- for, their for their price sure. point and have some nice amenities mm-hmm. like like showers and baths and uh, you know mini fridges I and think microwaves that's all pretty standard but yeah yeah you would think that's standard not at this motel six this motel six had two i think full beds it did have a big screen tv and a shower nothing else and the shower was a joke like i I still don't know why i didn't take a video of this because it was just like crammed into the corner of the bathroom and when you turned it on like fully it just poured right onto the bathroom like it shot out of the shower area and just poured onto the bathroom ground at full power like so you had to go, you like, had to be in it to start it with the curtain drawn for it not to spill. And it's still splash water. I was like, this is such a horrible design. Like, <laughs> They were just like, we have to wait. We have to put a shower in that, in that room. Anyways, enough about that. We have found some good motel sixes that are nice. Yes, we have. That was not one of them. Mm-hmm. But I was just literally staying there for like eight hours. So, uh, cause I left the next day around seven 30 or eight and mm-hmm. then drove the rest of the way and made it to you around nine. Yeah. Right. PM. 9 yeah. PM. Yeah. So, 3 straight days of just traveling but to get the truck to, the truck to us. But we have it we now. We have it.
0: We have it now. It did great on the trip, right? Yes,
1: it did. It's a 1999 Dodge Dakota 4x4. Yes. V8 Magnum. <laughs> you know, for those car nerds out there. All oh, yeah. black.
0: Yes. We with were...
1: a with a cover on the bed.
0: Yes, we we're very excited about the cover on the bed. We were excited that it's 4x4, four four, really, in a truck. I mean, yeah, it's an old car. Um, it's It looks like a 1999. Like, it looks like well, we didn't,
1: Yeah, we didn't want to buy, like, you know, a Prius for this kind of lifestyle. No. So it also had to be... You know, we didn't know... You always toss around, like, wanting another Jeep, which yes. we used to have a Jeep. And, yes, Colorado and Jeeps go hand-in-hand, hand for <laughs> sure, for, like, what we'd want to do. A Jeep would accomplish everything we wanted to do. Yes. But, uh, you know, there wasn't really a a certain car we had in in
0: hell we could afford a jeep
1: (laughs) no so here enters travis with a 1999 dodge dakota vintage (laughs) model it's so (laughs) rare they don't even make it that model anymore so it's sought after it's a collector's edition i'm surprised we haven't had people come up and make offers to me on it yet because uh it might go into the the car hall of fame one day
0: I mean, it's also high mileage, too, since it is a 99. I mean, it's a gas. It's not diesel. It's got 133,000 miles on it, I think, at this point. Um, but really.
1: 2,000 of those are mine, though.
0: <laughs> from driving Already, from Oregon, yes. We
1: haven't there. even had a week. I put 2,000 miles on it.
0: Um, but really, we're not trying to, like, travel the country in this truck. We no. mainly want it while we're here. So we've even, like, talked about I don't think we're going to take it you know when we go to arizona for the winter i think we're just gonna leave it up here we actually have a pretty pretty awesome plan for that that's very beneficial for both parties involved but um yeah we really just want it while we are here yeah and
1: 133,000
0: miles doesn't matter like it's i like sarah actually called it like a county car
1: a county car yeah Yeah, like
0: you really just use it in your local area you're not trying to like yeah we're not trying to drive all the way down to tucson in it or Are you trying
1: to drive from Tillamook to that's Leadville? We were laughing
0: because we like, that's the <laughs> longest journey it's ever going to take, that was probably. The, that
1: was the most stressful moment. was like, I know it's old. I know it can probably do what we want to do with it mm-hmm. in Colorado. But now we have to get it to Colorado across like three or four different, Which like we half don't the know, country.
0: I don't know if it can do that.
1: Yeah, it's not. I'm not trying to use it for long-ass road trips like <laughs> that. But here I am immediately needing to use it for mm-hmm. a long-ass road trip. Mm-hmm. But I loved how... Even like when I got here, we didn't touch it for a few days. Like yeah. that's kind of how it's going to be with us. Yeah. Like it just kind of sat yeah. behind our van for a few days because we, yeah, we didn't need to use it. The first day we use used it. it I
0: think was Tuesday and you got it back on a Friday. So yeah, yeah. there was like three full days it didn't get used, which that's going to be very normal. Yeah. Like we know that.
1: It's you know? just, yeah, it's just kind of there to provide an extra convenience, which now we've started using it for. I took it into town two days ago because i needed to upload like seven things mm-hmm. i have like a group of a batch upload where you needed really good wi-fi i needed really good wi-fi yeah. or at least you know to make it the most efficient need really good wi-fi and so yeah i was like you know what amy you can just stay here we don't have to pack up everything we don't mm-hmm. have to like vacate our spot that we've been at for the last few days mm-hmm. like we don't have to take down the altar i can just take the truck and my computer go into town find a coffee shop upload everything and then come back out mm-hmm. and that's what i did and mm-hmm. then last night we were like let's go on a date into Mm -hmm. town like we don't have we don't have to vacate our spot and like worry about coming and finding a new spot in the dark Mm -hmm. we can just leave our van with our dogs and just take the Mm -hmm. truck in and go get some pizza which Mm -hmm. we did
0: yeah so
1: yeah i mean it's like small things like that right now that it's providing us
0: yeah i mean i picture too you know like like ideas just keep coming to my head i'm like oh my goodness if i wanted there's like some awesome mountain biking courses maybe like 30 minutes away from where we are right now i could just pack up the mountain bike and go do those real quick
1: yeah you know where in the past you'd be like caleb i really want to do these mountain bike courses today like we'd have to like plan it out probably at what day would be best to like move everything Mm -hmm. and then and then also we'd probably want to do other tasks while we're mm-hmm. up and about. So that would be end up being, like, a really long-ass day. And
0: honestly, might, like if you wanted to edit or, like, work or something that day, that day would be hard for you to do that just because yes. of all the movement. But if I'm just like, I'm going to go take the truck and do it, you can stay in the van for the next four hours by yourself. And exactly. and we're, knock, out, yeah, knock out a lot of shit. Where in the
1: past I'd have to, like, pick up and, like, drive you yeah. to the course. And then, yeah, I probably wouldn't even get any computer time that yeah. day by the time it's all said and done. Yeah. So. It's kind of like we don't even know really how it's going to – I think the the changes to our life are going to be so subtle but, like, slowly stack up yeah. to where by, like, you know, maybe in a year we'll be like, wow, that truck has really We're subtly like, changed our life. How did we live without it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I thought about that the other day of just going and uploading. I uploaded five different videos mm-hmm. <laughs> and a full gallery of photos within, mm-hmm. like, an hour. And then I was back in – back at the van by like 3 p.m. and uh-huh. I've been gone for like two or three hours yeah. and I was like that is just so convenient right there like <laughs> we did not and you didn't have to leave you could stay with the van and do whatever activities you wanted to do where mm-hmm. in the past you would have to come and like find something to do in town yeah. or just like sit with me for a few hours while I did that stuff and the dogs would just have to be like cooped up in the van so it's uh yeah I don't think we even really can fathom what it'll bring to our lives yeah even while it's bringing it
0: it's funny, though, to hear you say, like, talk about how convenient it was for you to, like, leave and go. And you were only gone, like, two to three hours. Yeah. When, like, the most co- we had the most convenient when we had a house. And you could just walk to your computer and do that in the house. And then,
1: yes. you know. But I don't want to live like that. I want to only spend two to three hours of my day doing that. And I want to spend <laughs> the other 21 hours not driving from Tillamook uh, to Colorado. But being out in nature doing stuff I want to do. And I know. So, I was just
0: laughing at it because it's like, like, our idea of convenience has changed. Yes. You know?
1: Convenience is now driving half an hour into (laughs) town just so I can upload some videos. It's so
0: convenient. It's so
1: convenient, (laughs) Ames, because we didn't have to take our whole livelihood with us. (laughs) I only had to take that truck that I'm just, you know, I'm worried that people are going to want it so bad.
0: You know, I think just the most, the coolest part of this new chapter for me, I think, is the Travis connection. And, like, it's so... I don't, like, I don't know what it is, but something about, like, he's His he's, old played, he's played a big <laughs> role in a lot of moments and are, like, in this lifestyle for us, and it was cool to, like, like that's how it happened again i mean yeah know? it
1: wasn't like he sought out to change our lives by you know giving us the van or the truck but it just so happened that we got connected that first way and now he's and he provided us this access to this mm-hmm. lifestyle and now he's provided us like kind of the next upgrade step mm-hmm. and honestly before i don't i don't know what the next upgrade would be now that we have another vehicle i think the next jump of leveling up whatever this lifestyle will be is like a huge jump a jeep no no see that see that doesn't make sense like we already have a 4x4 no, truck so like that would be it would be I don't I don't I don't know like I could always fathom like if I wanted to upgrade this life a second vehicle I could see how just the freedoms that would provide us and now I don't you know we got it we, we're doing it here we go we'll here see. we here we'll we, see we go one more time everybody's feeling fine here we go now yes yes, yes here we go we got a truck let's go.
0: <laughs> look at you at the end pulling out the NSYNC reference i bet you didn't even know if i was NSYNC or Backstreet Boys did you
1: same diff oh
0: my we'll talk that's that's a whole nother podcast episode right there
1: <laughs> are they on their eras tour right now that's not funny oh damn Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was another era okay that's for sure
0: okay. well thank you So much for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of this journey. We're excited for what this next chapter holds. Yeah. Truck yeah. Truck yeah. (laughs) We're we're truckers now. Truck life, baby. Truck. Thank you so much for listening. We will catch you next time. Peace out. Bye.